Hey guys, welcome back to the Canine Performance Podcast, where it is our mission to help you live the best possible life with your dog. Guaranteed, I'm your host, Natalie Dobkins. Thank you so much for joining us today. Today's topic is going to be on why equipment quality matters, kind of piggybacking off of the post from yesterday, which was all about um, e-collars and how in some states such as Hawaii, uh, they were pushing through with bills uh, that had it included of banning e-collars. So uh, the post that was put up today on Instagram, it is Saturday, uh, February 8th. I am discussing why it's important that your equipment that you are purchasing, it matters, and how that relates to um, bills such as yesterday, why people are trying to ban the use of electronic collars and some other training tools. So in dog training, there's a lot of different tools that we use. Um, We use a leash, we use a collar, different types of collars, electric collars, which could be actual electric shock, or it could be stim collars, We use collars like choke chains or prong collars or dominant dog collars. We use slip leads. Um, We also use harnesses, halties, food, treats, whatever it may be. All of these different tools that we use, it's super important that we get high quality items. So why is it that quality matters so much? Well, The reason for it is that my post that went up yesterday um, about banning of e-callers in the United States and how Hawaii was trying to push that bill through, there was just an extremely grotesque amount of people that had very, very skewed ideas and a lot of misinformation when it came down to electronic callers. So um, why is that? It's because very cheaply and poorly made callers are easily accessible to pet owners within the United States. So at places like Petco, at PetSmart, at Petmania, at (laughs) pretty much anything pet, you find these training collars there and you're like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. I can train my dog through this and it's only going to cost me $14. If you get a $14 collar, you can expect $14 results. There is a very distinct difference as well in between the type of collars that are available on the market. While I do use electronic collars, I do not use electronic shock collars. I use stim collars, which means that it uses a TENS unit. So this is muscle stimulation and not what is referred to as a hot shock. A hot shock being like if you were to Go over to your outlet right now, stick a fork in it, you're going to get electrocuted and it's going to be a hot shock. So nope, not using those ones at all. But that is the types of collars that come into mind from dog owners or just pet owners in general when they think of electronic collars. They think of those types of collars. And that is what I am very passionate about trying to remove from the shelves of these places like Petco, PetSmart, or whatever that may be, because not only are they harmful for our dogs, um, they don't yield the results that humans want. And it just grows this continuously building stigma against these electronic training collars. So quality matters, guys. Um, Even with the types of leashes that you use, I don't want to make this all about e-collars. 
but also the leashes that you use. Um, sometimes when boarding trains get dropped off, their owners, uh, you know, bring them in with these really heavy leashes that have a bunch of handles in them. Um, and that doesn't make for very clear communication with your dog. Someone on the Instagram post asked um, about the leashes because I, I didn't explain it all that much. And so I'll kind of dive into it right now. So the type of leash that you use really matters. 90% of the information in communication that we want to have with our dog is passed through the leash. So if you have a really heavy, bulky leash, you're going to have to use a lot more force than what's necessary to try and communicate with your dog. And the reason why a lot of people sell those really big, heavy, bulky leashes that have a ton of handles in them is because the leash is seen as a restraining tool of, oh my God, please don't run away from me. I, I need this to be on you and I need it to be very thick and sturdy. And yeah, definitely have a sturdy leash. But if that's the reason that you want a leash, you're probably using, actually you're 100% using the leash incorrectly. Um, the leash isn't meant to be um, a restraining tool for your dog. It's supposed to be able to pass information. It's not supposed to be a taunt or tight all of the time. Um, you're, you're supposed to have a loose leash. So that's one of the other reasons. Um, and then following that same thread, prong collars, um, prong collars get a super bad rap. They already look kind of barbaric. I mean, I can, totally agree with that. They definitely look really scary um, if you don't have any information on them. But what makes it even worse is that the design of them, the quality of them that are readily available in stores like PetSmart and Petco is not high quality. Um, the links usually do not uh, fit together well. The type of metal is not high quality and they are mass manufactured. So when the links are cut, it's just chop, 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 chop. They're not rounded at all. Um, they don't have a center dividing plate. They don't, the links together don't glide easily. And so you're getting very poor communication with your dog. If you're going to buy a prong collar at Petco or PetSmart, you're not going to get very great quality. So where do you buy these high quality equipment items? Well, first, I think that comes down to a lot of information. You got to know what you're looking for. Um, and while a lot of times the price is going to be indicative of the quality, that's not always going to be the not always going to be the case, but it is going to kind of signify if it is going to be something that you can trust to use with your dog. Um, so if you are looking for high quality equipment items, I would actually reach out to trainers in your area or um, reputable trainers on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube, wherever it may be that you trust and you can really resonate with their knowledge and ask them where they buy their equipment. So um, if I am that person to you, I only buy my e-collars through e-collar technologies. I usually use the Mini Educator or the Easy 900. Um, I am also a supporter of Dogtra um, and also the Martin Systems or the Chameleon System. While I have not used it, um, I do fully trust and believe in the trainer that has created that system and then also Garmin and Sport Dog as well. But e-collar technologies is the one that I feel 100% comfortable um, advertising and speaking of because that is the one that I have the most experience with. So that would be it. Um, 
And so that's one of the recommendations that I can give to you on where to buy quality items, get in touch with people that you trust and, you know, you resonate with their content. However, I also want to say that even if you do purchase quality items, you can still use it completely incorrectly. You can buy a Hermspringer prong collar and if you don't know how to size it um, and how to properly fit it, you're going to use that tool incorrectly. You can buy the most expensive um, stimulation collar from e-collar technologies or any other system, but if you do not know how to condition that, how to communicate with your dog through that, you might as well just use the cheaper one because you're not going to be able to use it correctly. So all of these tools, even if you get high quality, you can still abuse them. So it's important that you, in, in these situations, you don't blame the tool, you blame the fool using it. So that's pretty much all that I got for you guys for this episode. Um, just putting that bug in your ear of making sure that when you are getting training equipment items for your dog, for you guys to use in your training, that you get high quality and you also know how to properly use it. Education, information, and knowledge is the key here, guys. Always be thirsty for knowledge. Once you think that you know how to use something, keep on trying to find that knowledge. I'm constantly always trying to learn more information and see how am I doing this wrong. I'm not looking for validation of how am I doing this right. I'm trying to ask myself, how may I be doing this wrong? Is there a better way that I could be doing this? And each time uh, that I go out searching for those answers, I do learn something new. So continue to gain more information, gain some more knowledge, spread education um, as much as possible. And remember to purchase high quality equipment items to use when training your dog. So that's all I got for you guys. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. Um, you can find us on Instagram. Uh, Instagram handle is canine performance, C-A-N-I-N-E underscore performance. You can find us on Apple podcasts, on iTunes, um, and also on Spotify as well. And if you have the opportunity to, I would super appreciate it if you left us a review of some of your thoughts, if any of the information that I've put out through Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, this podcast even has um, helped you, um, has given you a little bit more knowledge and education. If you could leave a review, really appreciate that. It really helps with uh, being able to spread more education and knowledge to other dog owners and dog trainers across the nation and hopefully across the world. But thanks so much, guys. I'll be talking to you soon.